Thank you so much to our new patrons, Mariana Tataru, Andrew Gertz, and Dennis Elliott. Folks, you are the syrup on our snow cones. To support Book Reviews Kill and gain access to exclusive full-length episodes, deleted scenes, videos, and monthly giveaways, please click on the link in the description for this episode. Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. And this week in fictional news, Henry Cavill has confirmed he will be leaving the role of Geralt of Rivia after season three of The Witcher. Liam Hemsworth will be taking over the role. Cavill has played the role of Geralt since the first season of The Witcher aired in 2019. He is a noted huge fan of the character from Andrzej Sapkowski's novel series and the CD Projekt Red video game series. Cavill recently recommitted to playing Superman in the DC film universe under incoming new creative lead James Gunn, which would have potentially conflicted with his schedule filming The Witcher. The Witcher writing team was also recently criticized by a former writer who claimed Cavill's love of the source material was not shared by some of his fellow writers. Interesting. Interesting hmm. development. Um, I, what do you think about this? Okay. I read this same or a similar article a couple days ago, and it made me really sad. I really? kind of feel like Henry Cavill was made to play Geralt of Rivia. Like, he is perfect for the role in the way he looks, the way he acts, his temperament. Like, yes, show Geralt is a little different than book Geralt, is, but book Geralt is a little different than game, game Geralt. Geralt. Yeah, we always get kind of a different Geralt, and I really liked this show Geralt, and I'm, I was just sad. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bummer, but at the same time, it, he doesn't want to do it, so. Right. It's like, I don't know. You'd rather <laughs> no be Superman. To... Like, I mean, uh, it, it makes sense that he might be uh, just kind of, maybe he saw the script for season four and was just like, you guys, like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I don't know. It could be a bunch of different reasons. I have no idea. But um, I think it's a career move. I think it's fine because like the, me personally, I think The Witcher is a great show, but I'm not like in love with it. I don't think it's like the, it, you know, it's, it's not like if um, Matt Smith left being Damon Targaryen in the next right, season. Right, like that Mark would bum Hamill me out, is like, like no longer, yeah. Uh, but that's just me personally. I know that this news is like not great for a lot of people like yourself too, where, you know, Geralt played by Cavill is fantastic. He, he, do, he does a really good job at it, but it's also like, I, I saw a lot of the, discussion about it on tiktok and instagram and stuff and people were like really mad at henry cavill and it's oh, like well yeah he's just he's a person no, he, like let him do what he wants his, to do yeah. yeah like if he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to do it i mean i haven't seen the superman movies are they good are they i saw one a couple years ago and it was pretty good i mean it was it was fine uh, <laughs> i'm just not a huge uh, it doesn't really matter how good they are i'm just not a huge superman guy like, he's kind of overpowered, and like, okay, there's one thing that can... I don't know. It's just kind of old in my... It's just a tired story in my my brain. Um, yeah. Though, I'm sure there's some very, very good Superman movies out there. He does a really good job playing them. But, you know, my initial reaction was sadness, but it wasn't, like, anger at him. Like, dude, get yours. Do you, man. Like, I would never hate on somebody for choosing some to do something, whether they were, like, sick of it or had a better career opportunity like go for it man you got to get yours like i don't know anybody out there who think they're like owed another season of it i really dislike the whole like this author owes me the next book or this person owes me the next it's like they don't owe you anything okay you've probably <laughs> been using your you mate your roommate's netflix subscription haven't paid a dollar so like you just shut up and enjoy your content okay <laughs> jeez chad went on a rant chad took <laughs> violence today no I, I totally see that sentiment for sure sure and like maybe liam hemsworth will do a good job maybe he'll do a better job i mean i remember when 
Heath Ledger was cast as a Joker and everyone was like, the guy from 10 Things I Hate About You is going to be the Joker? And look what happened. He crushed it. Can a man change his stars? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that movie, too. I love Night's Tale. Um, but yeah, I think uh, go go off, Henry Cavill. Do whatever you want. That's just a just a TV show. It's not that big of a I'm, deal. I'm with you entirely. Uh, I've also got some news, however. Hmm. Um, so exciting news for Song of Ice and Fire fans. George R. R. Martin gave us another update this week on his progress writing The Winds of Winter, which is the sixth and penultimate book in the Game of Thrones series, stating that he is over 75% complete. He has hinted earlier and reconfirmed that it is most likely going to be significantly longer than A Storm of Swords and A Dance with Dragons. He is still on track to accomplish his goal of writing it as a singular book, uh, but it may need to be split into two manuscripts. If he does do that, Martin says he wants both to be completed so he can release the second one just a few months after the first rather than years, which has been the tendency historically. And while he sounded confident in his statement and was excited to be getting some solid progress in, I will say in the same interview, he reminded readers that in the past, his guesstimated time frame estimates have been notoriously awful. So if it tracks like it has in the past, it might still be like two to three years out. I bet it, ta- I bet it comes out in two years, like fall 2024. That's that what sounds I'm, right. Yeah, I could be wrong. Maybe it's 2025. Um, but I don't know. I feel, I feel like 2024. I think that... That it's only been four months since his last update, which sounds like a long time, but it's not very long for George R. R. Martin. Like he's no. got a very much longer period of time without updating anybody on Six this. Six years. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'm really excited about this, and I'm hopeful that we'll see it in about two years' time. And if not, then it's not done. But um, man, that would if he's taking this much time on it. Um, maybe here's 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 my little conspiracy theory okay, for all me. this. I I think he probably had a lot more work done it. Uh, he had a lot more work done on Winds of Winter than we thought he did right around the time Game of Thrones was wrapping up or um maybe around the time like season 7 or 6 or wherever they had kind of veered off. Um I think that he had quite a bit done and that he deleted a lot because he was I like, you know completely. what? Everybody's got these theories. Everybody now they've got the show to look at and stuff and while it's probably not all exactly what he was writing, um, I I bet he wanted to subvert a little bit more of it once it once the show was all said and done, and he was like, okay, maybe I need to change a little bit more than I thought I did, um, and, and and it was already different, right? There's stuff about the books that's different from the show early on that they were changing right. around, um, and then by the time we get I, to like season four or five, it's like totally different. But I have a feeling that he he probably reworked a lot more than he's letting on. That's just my I, theory. I think that he's been because the 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 meme basically is like, oh, he just sits around and like you know watches TV and doesn't do anything. And it's like I don't think right. that's he's not just doing that. I think he he loves writing, and he was just like, okay, this is not this is not gonna work. I gotta like right. tear all this down again and do it again. I, I don't know. Why would you want to deliver something that's kind of already been delivered in a in a fashion? You know, like I think you're totally right. I think he was just like, okay. One, that was awesome, and yet also ended not great. And I'm going poorly. to poor, poorly, let's say, and be <laughs> gracious, gracious about it, graceful about it. But um, I, I think he really was like, I'm going to, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to hit him. Right. Everybody, yeah. every yeah. theory is going to be wrong. I think he actually went theory hunting, or maybe he had an intern or something. <laughs> Probably had an be intern. like, okay, I want every. I want every. He's um, just on the internet, like combing for. Yeah, like like, go through Reddit. (laughs) I want all of them, and then I'm going to do none of them. You know, and I think he kind of put some extra work into it because he really wants it to be what we kind of expect it to be, which 
as much as we expected the story to go some way, we expect it to be good. And in order for us to be like, yeah, no, we saw that coming. He's going to have to just like turn a direction, you know? Man, I know we've mentioned this before probably many times, but can you imagine the pressure that's on him? Like, can you, oh, like, like, like the moment you put out something you've been working on for this long, uh, millions of people are going to hate it, hate it, yep. like be, be literally angry with you. Uh, and he can't avoid it. It doesn't matter how good of a book he writes because the, the amount of like anticipation has just been building for so long. It's just like with name of the wind or the King killer. You know what I mean? It's just like with the doors of stone. It's <laughs> try as you might, Pat Rothfuss. I'm here. For, I'm rooting for you, man. Yeah. But, but so many oh, people are going to hate it the second it comes out. You know, yeah, it's which just is, so it's such an interesting phenomenon. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit uh, in our interview with Jason Parjan, which was really interesting. Of like, you know, he would like to talk to an author that has had their book series grow larger than them. You know, it's now owned by the world and not by this author. And right. how do you even? hope with that amount of stress and try to deliver knowing that you just can't you 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 cannot please all trillion people that want you to go this way that are all different i think when you get to that point you just got to lean into it and do whatever feels right for you yeah right i mean this is the only option you have like if you try to please everybody and make this perfect thing then it, that's going to fail too so you just yep. have to the only thing that the only way that it'll truly fail i know this sounds corny but it, the only way that it'll truly fail is if you fail yourself you know like if you don't yeah. do like what you want to do and i think that like martin's best work rothfuss's best work scott lynch's best work like all these people that we're really waiting on like their best stuff is going to come when it's coming from a place of like not trying to please everybody you know right. like look what happened with game of thrones like they tried to please everybody they tried to save characters with a bunch of plot armor and it didn't work out you know like they ended up messing up characters because they just they couldn't commit to killing them they couldn't right. commit to like you know making let some fans go. upset they let them go so yeah i'm excited i think it's gonna be cool and george R. and george R. R. martin has certainly shown his spine when it comes to just slaughtering characters and i (laughs) i think he's going to i think he's gonna wreck some people he's like (laughs) page three aria is gonna get her throat slit or something like crazy stuff is gonna go down you know yeah because he has all the room in the world to work he's already said how different the tv show is you know he's Mm -hmm. he can do whatever he wants and he can write a completely different thing and i'm here for it someone's just gonna be flying along feeling pretty good about that chase scene on their dragon and then Bam! They're gonna get taken out by a big old dragon from the side. Chopped you know? in half. Chopped in half. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to this week? How's it been? It's been good. It's been, it's my birth. It's been my birthday week. Oh yeah, uh, which has been so much fun. So I've been. Uh, I took a few days off just to like chill out. I mean, kinda. <laughs> I took a day off. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a buddy who was moving as well, so I was helping her move. Because that's always a fun thing to do for your birthday. But hey, you know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Finished old Court of Frost and Starlight, which I'm really excited to get into a little deeper with you later this week. Uh, man, I'm just I'm loving the series. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. You got one left, and you got, I got one left. It's uh, unanimously agreed that it's the spiciest one. So is it? Wow. I mean, I thought it was. I think yeah, it kind of has to be. I mean, it's if from it a different. Like... Per- it's from Nesta's perspective, right? So it's like, oh really? Can yeah. You get spicy Nesta scenes, please. Yeah. Me spicy. Really? I mean, I'm not. Wow. Well, I don't know. I already. Ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like re. <laughs> retract that That's i don't good. know because nesta has uh you know she's got some work to do in my mind she's always been a little uh nesta's cool you'll like she's those books cool yeah. but you know something sometimes things are going so great for her and she just has to be the the sour well, party there's animal, always you know? there's it's always like... an explanation though okay okay 
as long as there's a reason, then I'll be good. But I'm excited to uh, talk about those in depth because they're they're fun to talk about. Uh, and then I was just I felt like I was reading a lot of heavy things like even those books yeah they're fun and like that book was especially very fun and like lighthearted. but like lately we've just been reading a lot of like dark yeah. heavy stuff and so i was like i just need something like light and airy and fluffy like the fluffer nutter sandwich of books and so uh i picked up old legends and lattes which has just been teasing oh, me from my no shelf way yeah nice and so i've been uh, i've been hitting some old t-ball dree and it's been it's been just delightful i'm not super far into it but it's been exactly what i needed as far as just like a little break yeah it's really good it's like if animal crossing was a book yeah that's a yeah. Gr- that, was, that was great <laughs> that's a- it's the same experience. I'm going to use that in a video. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's just fun and nice and light. You think it's going to go one way, and you're like, oh, oh, and we're doing this? Oh, great. Which everyone's talked about it so much, I kind of knew what it was going to do, but still, I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah, there's a big difference between hearing people have a discourse about something and then actually getting into it yourself, though. You yeah, know? totally. Because I'm like in the characters' brains, and like it's way more intimate, you know? Yeah. Uh, we finished The Gunslinger this week and released our first episode on YouTube, yeah, which is great faces. if you haven't seen it. Yeah, it's got our faces on we there. Had, we have YouTube it. episodes, but like we don't have our faces in yeah. the episode. So we're going to start doing that now, which has been great. I'm really excited just because uh, we release a lot of content and we've definitely heard from some people that they can get lost in list because no podcast platform allows you to organize your content by like series or subject. It's just like a chronological list of everything that you've come out with. And YouTube's great because we can kind of organize it a little bit. So excited about putting our faces out there and then excited about having a little organization. Um, That's just really cool. So I'm stoked on that. How are you liking uh, drawing of the three so far? Man, just great. <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> I can't good. wait to do an episode on it. It's going to oh, be so it's cool. It's like the, I love the gunslinger, but I couldn't have done eight pages or I wouldn't have even really wanted two pages of the gunslinger. It was like the you perfect, in, or yeah, excuse me, uh, anyway. two books of the gunslinger. It was like the perfect on-ramp yeah. and now we're driving on a totally different highway. And that book made me insane with anger in the first like five minutes. <laughs> I can't wait to get into it with oh you. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I just like, you know, like getting stabbed is one thing, but there's like wounds that you can receive that are like life changing. Yeah. And uh, don't get too into it. We'll talk about it on the episode okay. with our faces. Okay. I've also watched a few things over the birthday week, which has been fantastic. Uh, as you all know, if you've heard us talk before, I just have a tendency to just like pick things sometimes and go for it. And I picked pretty well this week. I watched a movie called Space Pirate, Captain Harlock. It was on Amazon uh, Prime, I think, or HBO Max, one of the two. And um, this movie's it's like directed... 10 years old. Really? It's directed by um, Shinji Aramaki, and it's like a, it's like an animated, but like computer graphics. It's like very good graphics. Yeah. It was just a cool story of like this guy who's like, am I on the right side? Am I? He's like a spy on this like awesome space pirate ship. And it's just really, really cool. And fun yeah. and action-filled and ridiculous. Uh, but it was fun. I liked it a lot. And then I watched a few more uh, episodes of Below Deck, which is just so fun. It's like Star Trek Rick and Morty. You can have it just like playing while you do other things. You can play a video game and have it going. It's just like you don't need to pay attention to it, but it is hilarious. And if you've watched any amount of Star Trek, like actual Star Trek, then uh, you'll enjoy it all the more because they're constantly like, making fun of it a lot. And uh, then I watched, I'm on the third episode of Peripheral, which is releasing once a week. Like, I hate that. Just give me the whole thing. 
but I don't know why they do that. that. It's fun. I know. Like they well, make the entire show. Out. It's not like they're making it week by week. Right. Like they I make think it's probably week. because I would just cancel my membership. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what it is. They stretch it out over a couple months. So you, oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. So you can't, like, I don't know how to they trial it. I, I just don't. like smash. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're one step ahead of us. We totally would have done that. <laughs> what they don't know though is I got 14 emails. So who wins? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it's been a fun week, and I wanted to throw out like a big thank you to everyone who made my birthday special. I know that I've got a lot of unresponded to messages on our Discord and some emails. Uh, I've been trying to go through and take the time to like respond to people properly, and I just be like, "Thanks," uh, and I'm working through them. So don't know that I or know that I did see it, and it really meant a lot to me. And I will respond, just kind of working my my way through it all. Everyone who sent me a book, you made my birthday week so special. I got a deluge, and it was just. Uh, so fantastic and just filled filled me with love and got all the warm feelers and i really appreciate it oh yeah uh what have you been up to this week Evan? Uh, i got some stuff finished um i finished a book called brother by anya alborn it's a horror novel uh one of the most messed up books i've read this year really like how so um it's about a family living in I, I was corrected on TikTok. uh it's not appalachia it's appalachia i guess i didn't i didn't know that appalachia I don't, I think it's like a potato potato thing, but yeah. uh, anyway. It's the, it's, is it the Appalachian Mountains? I don't know. It's, it's I'm just going to, I'm just going to pronounce it Appalachia. But anyway, it's a, <laughs> it's about a family living out there in the sticks, um, very isolated and they keep very much to themselves. And if you've ever seen the movie, uh, Hostel, you'll know why they keep very much to themselves. That's all I'm going to say. It's a really brutal book, but it was really it felt really personal like the main character it was adopted into this family and does not feel cool with any of this you know like with it with it, what the family's doing but he's also been kind of like groomed to feel like he needs to stay in this situation as well so like him kind of dealing with that uh, is really interesting with like this backdrop of all this really intense stuff that's going on and then the way that anya alborn like wrapped it all up just shattered me like i threw my book and i rarely throw books and wow. i threw my book i threw my book like the, the last page um, and that's how you know that a horror author has really done a good job is when you yeah. just you're just <laughs> you can't even look at the book anymore yes. yeah uh, i mean i've read so one other like finding people and then taking them and this yeah, kid's like much. i was just adopted in this family ah! essentially what it is yeah i mean it's a little more complicated than that but right um anya alborn i've only read two of her books i read seed and then i just read brother but now i want to read everything she's written like she is my my second favorite horror author right now other than stephen king clearly clack going on amazon to add some of her books to my wish list <laughs> seriously i mean read seed you would like seed a lot seed, um, okay. like read seed and then if you want to like like brother is way more messed up than seed seed's a really cool idea actually wait i know your i know your preferences don't read seed actually um i know the things that you don't like in horror stuff and it's something you don't like so never mind don't read seed like very demony yeah oh. <laughs> so don't read it <laughs> oh now i kind of want to though oh my god <laughs> All right, pick it up. Oh, the cover gives me a little yeah. like, goose. goose I know, he's right for sure. Man, I wish that we lived in the same town so we could just borrow books from each other. This is a great cover. Wow. Yeah, Seed was really good. Anya Alborn is fantastic. She's a really, really excellent writer. Also, I finished Berserk Deluxe number 12, which puts me at volume 37 right now with only a few left to be totally caught up, which is nice because I've been reading those books for a long time. And uh, when I'm through with those, I'll be reading Death Note. And somebody was very kind oh. and bought me the entire all-in-one edition. So thank you uh, so freaking much. It is just, hey, let me show it to you. 
Okay, so I had seen this before at like Pals, but it was always like shrink wrapped, so I couldn't check it out. And I thought it was like a couple of volumes of right. of Death Note. Um, no, it's just like this giant brick. <laughs> is that that's one book. This is one copy. Wow, guys! For oh my it's gosh, so it is, big. It's like, like wider than my hand. hand. Yeah, yeah, it's like the... it's like wider than your hand. <laughs> like it's like Way uh, of Kings one point seven. Yeah, yeah. I like belly laughed when I opened it. It's like, is this a joke or something? Yeah. Is this like a gimmick? What? Yeah, I thought it was like a gag book. No, it is. It is it, and I'm so excited to get into it. Death Note is one of my favorite. It probably is my favorite anime. I've never read the book, but man, it is so good. Yeah, I'm really excited to get into it. Um, I think it'll be a nice change of pace after Berserk because Berserk is getting all the way off the rails. Like it's, <laughs> which I love because I've read so much of it. But um, do you know how much of that the Death Note covers? Like is it season one and two, or I have no idea. Yeah, okay. it says all in one, so it must be everything. All, everything. Um, okay. So pretty, maybe more than just the TV show too. Cool. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to do that. And then after Death Note, I'll probably get, get into Vinland Saga. I'm about halfway through The Obelisk Gate by N.K. Jemisin. It's a bit slower than the fifth season, um, yeah. but it's still the same amount of fascinating for sure. I'm still very into it. And it's just got it's the second book in a trilogy, man. Like it's yeah. just it's, even like these really amazing trilogies, like sometimes it's just it's just slow, even with like... um like arm of the sphinx the second book in books of babel it was like the first 200 pages i was like oh my god like let's go yes, you guys yeah, like, like... and then it gets wild but yeah um i'm still very into it it was because the the first book the fifth season ends with a bang for sure and it's like oh. very like a lot of things happen at once and you realize a lot of things all at the same time and then the second book is like a very much like we're catching our breath and we're kind of like settling into what we need to do which is like it just seems like every time there's a second book in a trilogy like that's what the first this half of that happening. second book is it's just we can't escape it i don't except right. for um golden sun by pierce brown the second book in the Red Rising trilogy, that book is oh, just yeah. bonkers. It's just bananas the entire time. Um, it really is. There's a few other books that do the second book pretty well, yeah. but yeah, this I'm, is I'm into what it. The problem is, is right. They like it, with anything. In order to develop real meaning, it takes time in order to like stack the Lincoln logs properly before you baseball bat them. If you just yeah, like, totally. if you just saw the the thing and didn't have any work in seeing them being constructed, it wouldn't be so meaningful as when it gets wrecked. Well, then it gets wrecked usually at the beginning of the book. You're like, whoa, and like the load is blown, so to speak. And then it kind of <laughs> takes <laughs> it takes a while to like, so to speak, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> let me borrow the colloquialism. Um, <laughs> you kind of have to slowly build up to that again. So it's meaningful yeah. when another like bam pinata burst happens, but like, ugh, I wish it wasn't so because man, I, the second book blues is definitely a thing. Yeah. Like even um, kingdom of copper, the second book in David bad, because the, the second book in David bad has the best ending of the three books yes. in my opinion, but it's got the worst first half of the three books. Oh, it's so gosh. interesting how that, ugh, it's so weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so after uh, Broken Earth, I'll be reading um, the Dark Elf trilogy by R.A. Salvatore. <gasps> yeah. I am so excited. We're gonna, are we going to do that book by book on the podcast? We, we are, yeah. Because um, well, we were doing Akatar. Yep. And so we're going to be done with Akatar soon in like two weeks, maybe three weeks. Um, and so Chad and I just, we like having a back burner series where yeah. you know, we might not be doing it week to week, but it's also there, you know, I think that's a good way to do it. It's like, we've got like our main series and then the sleeper kind of, series. the kind of sleeper series. And so yeah. that's going to be, cause you've read dark elf trilogy like five times or something, right? Like you've... at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have some good conversations about that. Cause I've never read those before. 
so yeah I, I mean i need some hard like sword and sorcery uh fantasy Dude. right now this like is... i haven't read any of that in like a little while and i just i need some of it i need some like early to mid 90s mm-hmm. high fantasy right now this drinketh deep from the goblet of fantasy <laughs> yeah i'm really into it um and then i wanted to ask you how you felt about this uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about it but while we're reading the expanse uh how would you feel about also reading the inheritance cycle by christopher paulini Ooh, do you think that would be, be a good kind of like fantasy offset to the expanse kind of thing i do think so yeah, it yeah. it's diff- very much different enough i think that'd be fun yeah because it, it's yeah. it's like it's light it's i mean it's not light there's like a lot of war and stuff but it's it's not right whatever the expanse is going to be oh it's going to be the fluffy like hors d'oeuvre to like the thick meal that will be be the expanse you know like it'll just be fluffy and nice and get like a mouthful of whipped cream and just it'll be great well and because like i don't i mean the expanse is nine books and each of those books is like five or six hundred pages so this <laughs> those are a lot a lot of books a lot of the same book and um for the podcast and for the youtube and everything it's like i do still want to have some other things going i don't yes. want to just do all right so we're in week six now of doing the monday morning minute and the expanse <laughs> like we're still doing the expanse yeah. um so yeah we're gonna throw some other stuff it might not be inheritance but um I don't know, i'm just should... excited i hope it is because i really just i just want to read that again i think we should do inheritance yeah that'd be fun i think we should it's be a so good, time. good it's like it's so good we just Amazing. have a little bit of candy with our dinner you know yeah exactly and it is so classic like young like peasant boy finds like dragon egg in the woods and like ah oh, so good defeat the dark one yeah um, I'm also reading this book called Straw House, Woodhouse, Brickhouse, Blow by Daniel Nayeri, uh, which is it's kind of like an awesome little series of novellas. A little uh, three, three little piglets rips. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like well, that's like how he like framed the entire like collection of novellas. Huh. Um, they, they're all within different genres. So there's like a weird like there's like a western one, a sci-fi one. There's a detective story and a love story, and apparently all of them were written on his iPhone. Which is Whoa. just wild to me. You like, must have I, been talking. I don't know. I don't. I mean, you can type a lot of. St- I type stuff out constantly on my yeah, phone. Yeah, but, like, but I after like three hundred words, you're like, yeah, okay, let's yeah, upgrade to hundred words per minute. You know. So didn't one of the guys from Gorillas do a whole album on his iPad or something? That rings a bell. I don't know. You do a lot sure, of work but... on this on these on these old smart old tablets. You um, really can. But I like his writing a lot. It's a bit cryptic and a little bit slow sometimes, but the ideas are really solid. But um uh yeah and so yeah doing all of that wow and uh rereading the drawing of the three right now is such a joy it's fall it's I'm trapped inside all the time I'm not really but <laughs> I could go outside probably justified but it's, it's actually, justified it is cold out there it's pretty gross out right now I mean we live in a we live in you know the Pacific Northwest and it's a little it's a little gross it's out like here getting dark at five thirty six yeah. o'clock but yeah rereading one of my favorite books and one of my favorite trilogies right now is just uh, and I get to talk about it with my best buddy uh it's the best you know how when you um you've read something and it's like I'm going to experience it this for for you when you read the Dark Elf trilogy we kind of experience something through someone else's eyes I'm yeah. like enjoying you doing that with me yeah, you know, totally. like you have enjoyment. Where you're like, I love that you don't know it's coming, and I love that you love that. You know, it's like a really good Aww. thing. It's making it more enjoyable for me too. It's the cutest thing I've heard today. Well, I like read parts of this book. I'm like, oh, Evan's gonna be stoked to hear my reaction <laughs> about this. Like, I know. Um, and then last bit of news for me is uh, I downloaded Dragon Quest 11 for my Switch, 
uh, Dragon Quest 11 S Echoes of an Elusive Age Deluxe Edition or whatever it's called. <laughs> That's like the name of the game. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, I'm What's into it, like? it. What sort it's, of game is it? It's a JRPG, so it's like a big, fat, like 200-hour game. Um, nice. I mean, I'm chipping away at it, but uh, I doubt I'm going to finish it um, before the new God of War game comes out on November 8th. And this is my announcement to everybody listening and to you, Chad. Uh, November 8th, 9th, and 10th, I'm turning off my phone. It's I'm going the old Elden Ring route again. I'm not going to be posting anything. I'm not going to. I'm taking a vacation. Uh, for from, you. Yeah, I need. I need to play the new God of War game. It's. It's. I'm so excited about it. You will be missed, but you deserve a few days off. So go take yeah. days off and kill some, kill some gods. Of war. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will. I'm not even going to correct you. I will, Chad. Yeah, Thank you. Good. Good. Become the God of War, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Move on. Move oh, on. God, I can't believe you haven't played that game. It's so disgusting. Uh, I really like the, uh, the earlier. And I've played one of the earlier ones on the Xbox with the like two little like sword chain things. It was like a great weapon. It was for the PlayStation. They weren't yeah. on the Xbox, Chad. They weren't. Oh. No, they're they the PlayStation exclusives. Oh, no. no, you played it. I'm sure. I did. I did. Um, I never had an Xbox, but I just figured. Um, and then let's move. Uh, let's move right on over to the fictional fun fact. We've been John uh, for a little though, while here. Oh, I have to give you. Yeah. I have to give you a hard time on something that I think is what funny. Did I, do? I was. <laughs> I was listening to our YouTube. Um, our first jaunt on the YouTube, and you said he really jumped the shark on that one. Is that an actual sentence that people say? <laughs> you jump sharks? Yeah, dude. You wait, or wait, you... wait. You're blowing my mind a little bit right now. Have you never heard that phrase? No, you jump ship. No, you don't jump a shark. You were oh, like, you really jumped God. the shark, and I was like, jumping the sharks. Who's jumping the sharks? What does do that even want, mean? Do you want me to edit this out, or do you want me to ex- do you want me to explain it? And... No, no, explain it to me. I've okay, never cool. heard anyone say that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally okay with being How in. Have... A okay. fool on the podcast. I'm yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. Wow. Uh man, I didn't think I didn't come prepared today to Jump have to explain this to you. Um so there's a there's an episode of Happy Days where it's like a later episode in the se- in the series where Fonzie jumps a shark um on like water skis or something. And it's like a really corny, weird episode. Um and it's like that's where people say like that's where the show kind of like derailed and stopped being enjoyable. You know what well, I mean? I've they, never they, seen Happy Days. That's probably why. Well, like the phrase comes. I'm not saying like you have to have seen Happy Days to know, but that's where the phrase comes from. Is like essentially oh, if a TV you show or the lore. I'm very impressed. Your answer keeps going. I'm sorry. <laughs> if a TV show or like a book or a movie or whatever um, does something that's like really out there and weird and like kind of ruins the show almost, it's like like because as far as I'm aware, the whole reason that it's jumping the shark or why it's ridiculous is because like Fonzie like wouldn't have done something like that to make people like him you know what i mean it's like he was already so cool he wouldn't have needed to do something like that so it kind of like it's like a little bit of like a character assassination or kind of like breaks the rhythm of the show up a little bit um so it's, that's why the phrase like jumping the shark it's like oh that show really jumped the shark there it's like when um when jamie lannister was like oh i don't really care about them like innocence or otherwise it's like that's jumping right. the shark you know what i mean at least in my opinion oh, okay. it is Interesting. i think that, yeah, i've literally never heard anyone say that before or of i know nothing about happy days either i mean um, i think that also I, I think what it mostly pertains to is like it does something that's like really out of sync with what the rest right, of the show right. is you know i don't it doesn't necessarily have to be like a character assassination or anything like that but it's just right, like, but it's like swimming up river or you know going against the grain or something i mean i've definitely heard <laughs> heard the phrase jumping ship but i've never yeah. heard jumping shark and i was like who's jumping sharks like dude well a good explanation <laughs> i honestly had 
I expected you either to be like, oh, that's totally a thing, but I have no explanation for why it is, just defending yourself for no reason, or two, being like, yeah, no, I totally meant to say jump the ship. Jump the shark. Wow. I stand corrected, and I'm happy to be standing corrected because you had a great answer, dude. (laughs) I'm just kind of amazed that you've gone your entire life without hearing that phrase. No, jump the shark. It's never a thing. It's like a idiom now like uh, wow it's like it's water not, under the not fridge i've heard you know yeah yeah no i, I know what an idiom is <laughs> no but i was making a trailer park boys joke but oh yeah that was... i have watched some trailer parks so i should there you go. actually last night i was at a party i, I was at a halloween party last night and um i'm sitting out on the on the back on the front porch and this guy like walks up to the house and he was wearing an all-black shirt and he had a goatee and he had like a, a drink in his hand and i was like julian and he was so happy that I recognized his costume because oh, group... he was like, "That's who we actually planned on being." Yeah, because he came up with a group of people, and like, uh, he said that nobody in his like group of friends like knew who he was. Uh, they just thought because none of them had seen Trailer Park Boys. And as soon as he walked onto the porch, I was like, "Julian from Trailer Park Boys," and uh, he wanted to hang out all night. We shotgun some beers. I bet. I bet. <laughs> I, sh- I should have been an Ricky. understated um joke or an understated costume so i'm not surprised that you got it. you should have been ricky you would have been a great ricky just wore a, a button-up houndstooth shirt or something. you're way too hot for ricky though okay let's talk <laughs> before before we move on to the fun fact let's talk about that tiktok video but how which are you one? so hot you know which one which one? Oh, the, 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 the i'm so taking over hot. i'm taking yeah. over tiktok thing Ooh, yeah like broke the internet dude kardashian well, uh, was like what the fuck <laughs> no i was i was making fun of a different person <laughs> I didn't just like. I don't care that. what you were doing. Oh, okay. I thought it was great. I was like, "Damn, I see this fool every day," and I was like, "Thirsty." <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And you like looked at your look was like so just like cold blue steel. Oh man, it was great. It was great. Wow, I didn't know it great. affected you. Did you like, like tan yourself up a little bit or something? No, like, it's like a. It was like a filter. Man, you looked great. I just like clicked on the song, and the the filter like came with the song or something. I don't oh. know. but uh, wow. yeah, you looked great. Your arms looked great. You looked chesty. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, damn, Thanks, damn." <laughs> Oh man, that made my day. Thanks. Hey, your little turn. <laughs> oh yeah, the, no, the, I watched the time... like eighteen times. <laughs> no wonder that so many views. Yeah, Chad's just like letting it cycle through. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go to the fictional, uh, fictional fun fact. Okay. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was really yeah, nice. Yeah, of you. course. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> what is the fictional fun fact? It is. This is kind of all right. It's not the best one we've ever had, but like this is something that like I was happy to find out. Um, kind of a while ago, but I was okay. excited to share it with all of you. Um, it is called 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea because they travel 20,000 leagues while underwater, not because they go 20,000 leagues deep under the sea. I actually knew that. Okay, cool. I, I figured you might, yeah, because uh, it's pretty. It's fairly common knowledge. and actually, I don't think many like, people know that. I'm proud of that I have that in my well, bag of facts. Here's, here's what happened with me. is like I thought I, I would always get 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth mixed up in my mind. Like, I knew that they were separate books, but in my mind, it was like, well, they go 20,000 leagues, like, into the Earth. And then I was like, well, wait, no, the Earth isn't 20,000 <laughs> leagues long <laughs> or whatever, yeah. or wide, wide or whatever. Uh, so it's kind of silly. But yeah, I, uh, I like that fun fact because it's just like, all right, let's just settle this. The name of the book is weird. It should have been called like a journey of twenty thousand leagues under the sea or something like that, but it's just called twenty thousand leagues under the sea. So maybe a lot of you listening knew that, and you're tuning out right now because <laughs> that's our fictional fun fact. But no, I thought it was no. interesting. Well, allow me to heighten it with some more facts here because oh. I was reading it and was like, "How is this twenty thousand leagues under the sea?" Because 
a league is about 3.45 miles and oh wow 20,000 times like 3.45 is about 69,000 um miles and that's like you know the circumference or the excuse me the diameter of the earth is about 8,000 it's like 7,920 or something miles and so i was like wow. you would by going 60 20,000 leagues into the sea you would be like going through the earth 10 times you know it'd be ridiculous so that was like what is going on here and then i well and even traveling that distance is ridiculous like they'd have to be like yeah going up and down the ocean like that game snake you know what i mean yeah Just, or uh, echo <laughs> the dolphin echo? oh yeah the dolphin? oh, oh i played echo i know what you're talking about yeah i think it was so frustrating sega games man Sega games very difficult, but that's a great fun fact. Actually, I love that. Aww, thank you. Yeah, yeah um, that was really I think good. we don't really have much uh, juice to squeeze out of that fruit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, well, glad. then everyone knows the diameter of the earth and what a league is now, though. So, boom, we're here boom. for that. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, wrap, wrap, wrap it on up. Um, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Monday Morning Minute and having us as part of your morning. We certainly liked having you as part of ours. Look out for the new episodes on YouTube. Go check out our merch. Sign up for the Patreon. Do all the things that make us able to keep doing this as often as we do. Indeed. The uh, YouTube algorithm, we're trying to just just make it love us as much as we can right now. So if you're like, I should like some of their stuff or write a review or comment on something, please go on YouTube and subscribe and watch a video one and a half times. That would be great. Everybody, hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody. <laughs>